Welcome to our first ever podcast. I'm Colin Hageny. And I'm Susie Senna. And we're going to be talking today on making schools shine. But specifically discussing how making your mascot matters. Over the several years that we've been helping schools with their marketing, we have redesigned and designed a completely new mascot for several different schools, uh, including a university. The main thing about a mascot is having a unique mascot. Right. And finding things off clip art or the internet isn't an excuse. You know, that's just a poor substitution for what a mascot should be. We've had several clients that have gotten not-so-friendly letters uh, from mascots of other schools or universities that they have borrowed from the internet and had to cease and desist using that mascot. So not only do you avoid legal problems, what you're doing with your mascot is creating a sense of school pride and school spirit. The other thing a mascot can do is be a revenue source for fundraising. Having a mascot that's unique and professionally produced is something that can generate sales, logoed, and spirit items as well. Right. And that happens when you get a new mascot. You get your student body and faculty all riled up, your parents, everyone's excited in the school community. And then you start placing that new mascot on apparel items, on drinkware, things you can sell from your school store or a booster club. And as long as everyone's behind this new mascot or, you know, tweaked mascot design, they will purchase the items because, again, that sense of school spirit. And that, that excitement is infectious. And you'll have uh, your parents and students becoming brand ambassadors walking through your community wearing your apparel and spirit items. They'll be on your their vehicles as moving billboards, and it's another way to get your school exposure for uh, prospective families, prospective students, and um, friends and family of the school. So, Colin, what do you think makes a good mascot? The thing I think is critically important with a mascot is simplicity. If you have a mascot that is limited to um, one, two, maybe three colors, um, and that is, that can be reproduced in a number of mediums like uh, screen printing or embroidery. Uh, it can be shrunk down and it doesn't lose any of its detail. Um, I think these are important elements of a, a mascot that are important to me, simplicity. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, and I would say that the mascot that you choose should embody the school's personality. Um, You really have to think about the facial features, uh, the facial expression, the body itself, the body position. Is it friendly? Is it um, charging at adversaries? Is it, you know, scary and showing teeth and maybe has blood dripping down it? (laughs) Well, we get the point there. But personality is something you really want to sit down and think about before you put any pen to paper. Some schools will have a mascot. If it's a all-male school, it might be a little bit more aggressive than a co-educational school would prefer. So when we work with a school on a new mascot, the first thing we do is sit a group down and start talking about those characteristics that Susie brought up about a mascot. Is it going to show its teeth? Is it going to show a smile? Is it going to be turned to the left or the right? 
Is it just going to be the head? Is it important to have jackets on the mascot? Meaning, if it's your school band, football, basketball, elements that can be attached to the mascot for various sports and intramural activities. Okay, so now we want to talk about our top four favorite mascots that we've done here um, over the years. Uh, Colin, you want to start us off? You know, it's always the latest mascot that becomes like the favorite mascot. So one of our latest projects was the University of Houston downtown. It was the Educator, which is an alligator of sorts. And this was an interesting project because we actually developed two complete mascots for the University of Houston downtown. And out of those two, the student body and faculty and friends of the university voted on the most popular alligator to use. Yeah, and that just got the school involved in general. And we learned a lot about crocodiles versus alligators during that time. Well, we started off with one of the latest and greatest ones, but I like to go back to almost five years ago when we did Henry the Hornet, and that was for St. Ambrose Catholic School. He's still one of my favorites, and I think he just was designed so well that he still lives up to this time, and he still looks modern. I know the school absolutely adores him, and he's on everything that they come up with. Our next one on the list is St. Pius X High School, and we did Beppo the Panther. And this was more than five years ago, I think. I remember that being kind of an ordeal. There were a lot of voices that had to be heard, and whether to show teeth, whether to not show teeth, how ferocious he needed to be, that was debated amongst uh, students and faculty and staff administrators. And I think after all that thought went into him, the final result is just amazing. I know they're proud of their panther, and he's well-known. He's been out in the community for over uh, five, six years now. I think everyone who knows St. Pius X and is in that community knows that panther. It's important to capture the personality of a school within the mascot. So if you're the type of school who wants to embrace a mascot that is ferocious, typically mirrors the personality and the culture of the school. So it usually takes a a meeting or two sitting down to discuss those characteristics that are most important to your mascot. All right, last on the list of top four mascots, we selected the Corpus Christi Catholic School Bolt the Colt. And he was fairly recent, I believe, within the last couple of years. When Colin talked about simplicity, this was a fairly simple design, but I think it still captured the... um... Spirit of the school. (laughs) You know, I love the name Bolt the Colt. I mean, I don't think you could have thought of a better name for a Colt than Bolt. But (laughs) he is a one-color mascot, and it really shows a lot of motion with him in the design and simplicity. We've done some amazing projects with him in embroidery. been painted on walls. He's been on backpacks of kids. It's really refreshing for us as a marketing agency to see the mascots come alive. And it's especially satisfying for us to see how much joy it brings to kids. And just one point, uh, out of the four mascots we just mentioned, all of them had a name. And I think a name really brings even more personality to that mascot. It's, it's like a child, you know, when you name something, it becomes yours and it, you really embrace it. And with a school, you know, if you think about a mascot versus a logo or even a corporate mascot, a school mascot is, is that much more important because it actually represents 
the spirit of the school. And you have, as opposed to a corporation which might have commercials or a little bit of advertising surrounding their mascot, you have a stadium full of people cheering on a mascot especially on the collegiate level. But even on the professional sports level, you have cheering for certain teams, and a mascot becomes a very important part of the identity and the spirit of school. Well, I think that's it for this podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what you heard and come back for more. And if you're interested in help with your mascot, you can contact us at www.academicbranding.com. 